Welcome back, everyone. Another week of Taurus Talk here at SG Taurus. I'm your host, Matt LePan. This week, we are talking financing and the auto industry. And this is a topic that some of you might just raise an eyebrow and say, auto industry? Well, here to tie all that together is Doug Little from Pazer. Doug is a frequent guest on here, so if you somehow don't know him yet, you're going to get to know him. Doug, we're super happy to have you back. Welcome on. Thanks, Matt. Pleasure to be here, as always. I love chatting with you about all these different topics as they affect the HVAC industry and you know what's been driving my company, Pazer, to try and innovate to help our contractors, our mutual customers together here, uh, folks that use my software and folks that buy from SG Tours, just help them be as competitive as possible in the marketplace to drive their businesses to the next level that they're all trying to achieve. So always, always welcome the opportunity to come on Tourist Talks. Yeah, we love having you on. And I know the folks out there love tuning in because you take a little bit of a different spin on it, right? It's not the same old beat you over the head with the same old information. You give that that unique spin. And that's kind of what we're talking about today with financing and the auto industry and how it relates back. But Doug, why are people scared of financing? I think that we've Scrape the surface on this a little bit, but it seems that we haven't fully gotten through to people yet. Let's start with why they're so scared to start offering financing. Why they're scared. I think the biggest thing is people overcomplicate it, right? Like if I brought up math, right? Let's talk math. Everyone goes, oh, gosh, Uh-oh. where are we going? You know, what do, you know, there's like one out of 10 people that's like, oh, boy, I can't. are we talking calculus or statistics? What are we doing <laughs> I mean, most people are like, ah, no. And you can present financing. You can think through financing with your customers and you can think it needs to be complicated. If you we're going to draw a parallel to the auto industry today, what's the guy you meet after you do the test drive with the salesperson? You meet the finance guy. People think they need a finance person there. Well, what we've tried to do with our software is to make it easy, simple to offer. Let technology do all that work for you. Let the technology do the math for you, right? Let technology take away the complications of what field needs to be filled in and those types of things, because we've all filled something on our website where the little red dot there tells you it's mandatory, right? So we've tried to make it as easy as possible. And to then, if if you had, if you knew you had a system that could do all the math, and make sure you do the work properly to ensure you're going to get that approval as best you can. You just have to think about it this way. I'm just trying to make my product affordable for the homeowner, right? How do I do that? Well, I simply give them options to purchase. I give them make, uh, you know, people will say they're the full commitments and, you know, cost of ownership, right? There's a price or there's a monthly payment in order to pay it off over time which is how consumers purchase left and right in the world today. They're used to it. So I think if we keep it simple and we just think about it that way, as we start off our conversation, I'm not asking you to know everything you need to know about financing. I'm not asking you to know how to calculate interest rates or anything else like that, or monthly payments, just let the system do it. But you just need to think about, I just want to give this customer an option. It's either $10,000, $139 per month. What best fits your budget? And then there's, there's other things to consider too. There's cost to it and all those other things. But we've had other conversations, Matt, where we've talked about sort of, I'm always from, from Long Island originally, so I got to say we bake in the price, right? <laughs> you know, you, you bake all that in just like you do your, you know, workers' comp insurance and the tires for your trucks and all those types of things that you need. And you make it simple and easy to offer. So take the math out of it, take the complexity out of the process out of it, and just simply think, I just need to give my homeowner options and just offer the monthly payments 
when you do that, boy, you can really, I've seen folks really get moving with it. Yeah. And, and I mean, come on, let's all be honest. Math is scary. Most of us, once we, once we graduated high school went, all right, no more <laughs> math. All right. Got a calculator for everything. It, you know, some things you got to think through a little more, but as Doug said, there are ways to break this down to make it less daunting and technology you can use to make it so that you're not sitting there going, all right, do I add or divide this? Do I, you don't have to do that with this technology, but Doug, you know, this leads into the question of, and you answered a little bit, but let's go a little deeper. Why do they need to have that financing option? Because some folks are scared of the math. Others aren't scared of it. They just don't want to, right? They think I've never done it before. So why do I need to start now? I'm successful already. Right, right. And Matt, I'll have to ask you to help me with this, but the DOE changes that are coming up in 2023, what I've heard from the field, from the market is that it's going to raise the cost of the equipment up, which, you know, if I'm a contractor, I have to raise my prices to absorb that increase in cost of the equipment. So I've had the pleasure of, you know, traveling the country. I've I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine how many presentations I've done in front of how many thousands of contractors and got the pleasure to talk to a lot of folks. And when I travel the country, you know, we get into financing and things like that. We ask, we always ask the question, what's the average system sell for in your town, right? And I hear 7,500 bucks over and over again, right? And we all know the high efficiency systems that, the, you know, basically the Department of Energy regulations are going to require us to raise the efficiency of the equipment that we sell to the homeowners, it's going to drive the cost up. So I was just recently did uh, an in-person presentation down in Florida and I mentioned the 7,500 bucks. And I said, you know, I'm assuming the costs are going up. I've heard as much as 30%. So, and I raised the price of the system to 10 grand and people said to me, Doug, I got to challenge you on that. And I said, well, I didn't know which way they were going either up or down. Mm -hmm. Right. But I was like, you know, what do you mean? And they're like, I think it's going to be like 12.5. And I was like, wow, it just proves the point. What I'm trying to make is you need this. You need those options, those monthly payment options for the homeowners now more than ever. And that's where we're going to draw this parallel today to the auto industry and talk about, you know, government regulations on efficiency are driving the cost of the equipment that you sell to homeowners up. And I don't see it stopping. I don't think any of us do, right? It's going to be another thing in another two years and another thing in two years after that. It's just going to keep on coming. So I see the cost of equipment to homeowners going up, not down. So where in the past, you know, we've all seen the stats that, uh, you know, 50% of homeowners uh, in America could afford a $5,000 emergency. So that means 50% cannot. So where do those customers buy, right? Do they buy from the local contractor that's not offering financing? No, they go to the big box store or something like that. And, you know, probably don't get the level of service they should be or the, the grade of equipment they should be. Right. So when you raise that price from 7,500 to 12,5, now you're, you're talking about the demand goes up even higher, more, let's see a greater number of people will not be able to afford it. So you're going to have to offer those monthly payments to continue capturing those sales. Totally agree. And we've done a couple of podcasts here and we have discussions going on here for our contractors about these DOE changes. It's going to be a more strict rating. It's going to be a higher efficiency and they're tightening up on everything. And that kind of brings us back to the auto industry, right? The HVAC industry, we're going to get back into that in a little bit here, but HVAC stuff is getting more efficient. 
cars have been getting more efficient. And Doug, how does financing help? Like you've said, we've seen car prices go up as well. How has this helped build out the car industry in the past and as we go forward? Let's break it down to something sort of simple, right? Whether I'm a car dealership or I'm a HVAC contractor, right? Why do I need to, in, in light of the DOE changes, right? Why do I need to offer these monthly payments? Well, I want to in, improve my close rate. I want to make my product more affordable to more people so that they can say yes to me, right? I'm hoping to sell accessories, right? IAQ, things like that, to raise my average ticket so that I can make each job or each sale that I do even more profitable for my business, right? And then ultimately, I'm hoping to, by granting the homeowner the buying power, right, getting them a line of credit, I can close that sale faster and I can get paid faster. Otherwise, leaving, you know, leaving it up to, to them to come up with the money. So I can speed up my close rate, my, I can increase my win rate, I can raise my average ticket, and I can get paid a whole lot faster, right? All those are good things for my business. And to draw the parallel to the auto industry, if you think about this, Matt, you just went through it in a little bit more detail than I can, but the DOE changes that are coming, uh, raising regulatory efficiency levels and things, and what else is coming, I like to say, right? Well, if you think about the auto industry, there was a time where, you know, you drove a Ford F-150, you know, I think it was a Jimmy Buffett concert I went to one time, and he said, can I get an amen for a $500 pickup truck, right? You know, <laughs> the whole crowd was like, hey, man, you know, imagine that, right? Well, you know, it was a, you know, a straight six or a V8 engine and an old pickup truck with, uh, you know, four tires on it, a steering wheel, and you turn the key and off you went, right? And, you know, it got nine miles to the gallon, something like that. Well, now you got, you know, you have to get greater gas mileage, you have to have less emissions, all those things you need. Safety requirements have come in, right? So all of that comes in from this government regulation, which started to raise the price of, of automobiles, right? Well, let's just stick with trucks. I like trucks, right? So it's, it rose the F-150 up, you know, from, let's just see, I bought, I still drive, I got my 2004 Ford F-150, it's the FX4 version for any of you guys out there that like a Ford. There's probably a Chevy right. out there right now going, screw the Ford, Doug. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I paid $25,000 for that back in 2004, right? Off the, off the lot, right? I recently I always keep tabs on it because, you know, what guy doesn't dream about getting the next truck, right? So I'll stop by the Ford dealerships and, you know, check it out. Well, that my very same truck now, on the showroom floor is $83,000. And I was like, holy cow, like, why aren't I buying a high-end sports car? Well, the high-end sports car is $125,000. <laughs> right. So I, start, I got to thinking about it, right? If you think about this parallel, what's happening to our industry, and we all see the tenor of what's going on in, in, you know, with you know, global warming and all these types of things and go green efforts and that's just accelerating. So I see that it's starting to move faster and faster as more regulation comes in, drives higher efficiency, just like they did in the auto industry. Well, what happens now? Now think about it if, what is, what is Ford forced to do, right? What are HVAC contractors forced to do? Well, you got this high ticket item that you guys are trying to add on IAQ some bells and whistles, right? Like let's sell a Google home along with that mm -hmm. new system and let's sell a thermostat that works off your phone. 
Uh, let's sell, you're trying to sell these other things to provide more value to the homeowner because you're trying to justify this increased cost to the homeowner, right? Because homeowners, like if I looked at that F-150, I mean, the one I looked at, Matt, it had, you know, leather. I mean, the whole little dashboards got this, looks like an iPad in there, yep. right? All technology, all this technology into the sound system is incredible. I mean, the, w- the wheels on this thing were amazing, you know? Like they're, they're adding all these great things to the vehicle because they have to justify the high cost of the government, you know, efficiency regulations and safety regulations. And I see HVAC contracts having to do the same type of thing because a homeowner, like would I pay $65,000 for a pickup truck that was super efficient and safe, but didn't have any of that extra bells and whistles on it, like didn't look cooler, wasn't more comfortable. I'd be like, that's crazy. Why does this thing cost so much? You know, I wouldn't. Never going to happen. Yeah. So now you have to add all these other things to it, which then again creates a vicious cycle it further accelerates the cost, right? So now you wind up with a Ford F-150 that costs $83,000, but the salesman there, when he came up to me, he's like, hey, you trading in the, you know, they're all dying for old trucks now, right? They're all, yep. hey, you trading in that old truck, you know? And I'm like, no, I'm just kicking, you know, I was looking around, whatever. And he's, you know, trying to say, hey, you could trade that in and get you in a monthly payment. What would be, what's, what's sort of your monthly budget? What are you thinking, Doug? You know, he's trying to, get me to say a number. He's not trying to sell me an $83,000 truck. He's trying to sell me a monthly payment for a brand new pickup truck that he could get that meets my budget that I could say, yeah, he wants me to go home and tell my wife, hey, guess what? Got this great deal worked out. I'm getting a new truck. You know, <laughs> I'm saving money. I got a great deal. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so that's what I see happening to the HVAC industries. Again, just Government regulation is going to increase just like it did on the auto industry, right? I mean, think about your truck today. All, it's like a rolling computer, you know, all the stuff that's in that to help with emissions and all those other types of things is there. So HVAC is going to go that route. So we, you know, as an industry, the auto industry embraced financing, right? If you go into a car dealership and you've got cash, you're very rare, on the lot for that salesperson to ever deal with someone that has that much cash to buy it. Salesperson doesn't they, like you. Yeah, they don't want because you're not going to buy all the accessories. You're going to try and drive that cash deal, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a deal. I'm going to whittle this thing down. So if you think about from an HVAC perspective, we go in often and we give a homeowner a cash price, write me a check for you know eight thousand dollars, whatever it might be, right? So instead, we go in with the monthly payment, you get all this IAQ stuff. You start to raise your ticket because you might start with a monthly payment of $130. And then it's like, oh, for eight bucks more, you could do this. And for another six bucks, you could do this too. And then I could put you on our maintenance plan for $19 a month, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that all sounds good. So it comes out costing me, you know, $150, $170. That just makes a, a nice, that's simply, that's affordable, right? So that's why I think, you know, that DOE stuff is going to drive our industry to have to we have to start offering financing on every single job. And there are companies out there that do that. When you look at them, they're typically the guy with the big billboard in town, right? Mm-hmm. He's got financing on his vans and his trucks. I offer financing, right? The best ones at it, when you see someone offering 0% for five years, know this, that those guys are marketing financing full throttle. And what homeowners do is they call that guy. Now, they might not all 
qualify or have the monthly payment to buy that 0% for five years, but then they switch them into a seven or 10 year loan with a lower monthly payment that fits their budget, but they get the phone to ring. So that's kind of the parallel to the auto industry to just think about what's going on. We're at the early, we're at the earlier stages of it. I think the auto industry is just inundated with regulations and safety regulations and all those things they've had to cope with, which rose the price of it. But they are 100% lockstep in marketing and offering financing because they've just got the reality that their homeowners cannot afford their products straight up cash wise, you know, but they can afford to pay it off over time. I love the way you broke it down that you're not selling the all in cost. You're selling the monthly payment cost, right? We all know, like you just said, the salesperson in the auto industry doesn't say, I got an $80,000 truck for you. They say, I got a truck that you can get for $200 a month, Doug. Yeah. The question that I think a lot of these, the folks in the HVAC world can start asking, the why you start offering financing is you can now go into a house and go, what's your price range? What can you afford monthly? Right. And so you know what your monthly cost is for your base package. That's when you start adding things on, right? And you're not going to go to them and say, I can give you the, you know, I can give you the top of the line thermostat that you can program on your phone, all this, and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, that's going to cost $450. You go, that's going to add $6 a month. Like you said, I think that's the best way to approach it. Get the number from them at the beginning and then start adding on saying, okay, this is $6 more a month, $10 more a month, $11 more a month. Look, we're still under your number and you're getting all these cool things. You're raising your ticket price and you're raising your all-in total sale, but you're not pinching the homeowner because you offer that financing. And if you didn't, well, now you're looking at them going, we can zone that out. It's going to cost you, you know, 15 grand. We yeah, can add that yeah. top of the line thermostat. It's going to be 600 bucks. We can add this. It's going to be that. And they see the cash number going up, 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 up into the 12, 15, $20,000 range, as opposed to seeing 150, 160, 170. That number is a lot more palatable since you're offering the financing than the 20 grand all in. Right. And what do they do if you did just do the cash sale, right? They start cutting that stuff off. Well, knock that off, knock that off, mm-hmm. knock that off, knock that off. Now I'm down to a price I can pay. Absolutely. And, you know, this is why we love having Doug on. We're taking a completely different look from a completely different industry, but you can start applying this. And like, like we were saying here, get there, get there all in number for a month for that monthly payment and offer that financing on every job. Because you're going to find that people are are more palatable to add more when they have smaller monthly payments. And you can add on a few bucks here, a few bucks there, rather than adding on thousands of dollars to your cash price. Right. You want to offer the financing. You want to get paid sooner. And you want to make sure that you're getting paid, right? It's, you're offering the financing and you're, you're guaranteed you're getting your money. Because right. if not, it's going to go through the, the company that's doing the financing. It's not going to be necessarily your office to chase it down. Right. And that's why you want to get them approved at the kitchen table, right? How I, why I built my software that way, go back to the auto industry, right? If you're there, you did a test drive, you're sitting in the showroom. If they can get you approved right there, you have the buying power to say yes to the sale. Right? You've lost the argument of, well, let me go back and talk to my banker or let me go back and look at my finances, right? You're like, I've given you the buying power, Doug. You can say yes today. You've got the money. It's sitting here. You just got to pay it back month over month, you know? Um, and the one caveat I want to say too, Matt, sometimes folks 
are still back in the day, and I'm talking like 10 years ago, there were prepayment penalties on loans, right? If you took out a loan mm-hmm. and you paid it back too early, the bank would hit you with a penalty. That's all gone, right? It's all been regulated away. So you can offer the homeowner a monthly payment with confidence. And if they say, well, you know, what happens if I pay it back early? Pay Good. it back early. Yeah, whatever you want. You know, get a tax return, come into money, get the big promotion, whatever it is you want. You want to pay off your debts? You can totally do that. It doesn't matter, you know? So it makes it simple to just offer that monthly payment, get them talking, you know? And people ask you, I mean, it's a good thing. What if you, some folks will say, we can replace your air conditioning system and be $150 a month. And people will say, what do you mean? What does that mean, $150 a month? Well, that's our loan, but you get this unit with all these extra things. Oh, okay. So if you didn't want to approach it where I got to pull the monthly payment out of the customer before I make the sale, you can just assume that most homeowners need the financing because that's the reality they do, right? And when the price goes up even more, more will need it. You could just take the tactic of I'm going to offer the monthly payment and not the cash price whatsoever and let the homeowner ask, what does that mean? What do you mean $150? Well, I'm going to install this, you know, 16 SEER system in your home. It's going to have a thermostat you can run off your phone. It's going to add this IAQ. I noticed you have a puppy over here. So mm-hmm. that dog's going to grow up and shed. I've got one just like him. He's this cute, nice dog, right? But I'm going to add in the filtration system and other things like that. Like now they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm getting a whole lot of stuff. For and not for a lot. Yeah. For 150 bucks a month, that's cheap. You know, because I'll ask the audience right now, if you guys are driving around in your truck, answer this question. 10 grand. Is that expensive or cheap? That's expensive. Everybody just said that, right? That's expensive. Now I say this to you, $139 a month. Is that expensive or cheap? Pay pay more than that for cable. Right. There you go. Right. And we could play the cable game too quickly. <laughs> but, you know, $139 a month is cheap, right? That's what we, It's the same thing. $139 is a $10,000 system broken down into a 10-year loan with a monthly payment of $139 a month. Why does a 10-year loan make sense for the HVAC industry? Because that's how long your warranty lasts on the unit. So it all makes sense for people to go, oh, I see. It's just another reason that you should start offering financing. You should start doing it today. An easy way to do that is talk to your TM. They'll get you in touch with someone over at Pazerware. They'll get you started. You can do a demo, and you can find yourself offering financing much sooner than you think, very easily through a a technologically advanced platform in Pazerware. So again, reach out to your TM or click on the link in the podcast notes. You could set up a demo, work with Doug and his team over at Pazer and Pazerware. They are awesome. We love having Doug on. We love having these conversations with Doug. Again, taking the mindset of HVAC a little outside the box, a little outside the industry to get tips and tricks from somewhere else and apply it to your business and help grow your business. Doug, thank you so much again for coming on. We really appreciate you taking the time out and we look forward to many more conversations here. My pleasure, Matt. Hope everyone has a great day. Thank you. Want to thank Doug again. Want to thank all of you out there for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you can find a podcast. You can find us. Just search Taurus Talk. Follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn using the hashtag Taurus Talk. And as always, catch all of our podcasts right on our website, sgtaurus.com backslash Taurus Podcast, or on our app. Click that podcast icon on the app, and away you go. One thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week on Taurus Talk.